Hi, and welcome to That International Life, stories from around the world, but mostly from Poland. I'm Rachel Irvine, and today we have a special guest from Flagstaff, my hometown, Karen Copley. Is that how you, that's how you say your last name, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I always think I know how to say someone's last name, but I maybe <laughs> never said it to your face. So I don't know. Um, well done. Well done. Yes, I did it. So Karen uh, is an avid hiker um, and she uh, has inspired me because of all her Facebook pictures and is always hiking all over the place. So I wanted to have you on today to talk about uh, some different hikes you've been on and uh, your your savory advice. Savory? Yeah. Savory? Like I don't know. tasty? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. Or, or, what is it? You're a... What is that uh, word you would say? See, I've been speaking Polish for a, the whole weekend <laughs> for four days, so this could be a very interesting. Uh, <laughs> this could be an interesting <laughs> podcast as I'm trying to remember English. So yes, so, apparently I'm having trouble too. But if you know you want to talk food, I'm I'm an expert on that too. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm trying to think of the word, and maybe you can help me with this. When someone's in at like someone sage, sage. Yeah, I knew oh. it was a food. <laughs> <laughs> perfect okay good now that we're all on the same page and we're all hungry um so that's awesome um i'm not gonna be able to keep going okay so karen you uh have hiked all over the place um and we have talked to we well we talked a while ago because we attempted to record it didn't quite work out but um you were saying your one of your favorite places to hike is in glacier um national park yes. right that is correct yes and i guess i can just jump in because you've hiked or we can go over kind of some of the places so people know that it's not just you hiked around the block or something you know you kind of have <laughs> a few places under your belt but uh so where have you some maybe you can throw out some places that you've hiked yeah um but you started with my absolute favorite place which is um in montana up in canada which is all part of glacier national park but i've hiked in um hawaii uh specifically the island of Kauai. that's not quite as commercialized as some other islands around there so that's always a beautiful place uh, Switzerland, all over Arizona, Sedona, Grand Canyon. I've uh, been in Wyoming in the Wind River area. Um, California, since that's my husband's hometown, we we go there a lot to hike in the Sierra Nevadas. Um, he made me climb the uh, San. I always say this wrong. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to say it. Oh, no, please do. <laughs> Some, okay, we'll just leave it like that because I'll butcher it. But, um, yeah, I hike mountains. <laughs> yeah. That's a, and do you particularly like hiking up things or is it just like you like flat or, you know, what's the... <laughs> it depends on my mood. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, actually, if it's flat, I consider it more walking instead mm -hmm. of hiking. Though technically, anytime you go on a walk, you could sort of call it a hike, I think. Yeah. I really don't know what the technical difference is, but I, I consider it the terrain. If it's flat, it's it's walking. Um, but no, I love the challenge of, of hiking up a mountain, getting to the top. And you know, that uh, it's a little bit more cardio, but then coming down, it's a little harder on the knees. and that, But I think I prefer coming down because I've already, you know, achieved my goal. And now it's just... 
enjoying the scenery and not worrying about anything else. And I can breathe because it's not so hard on the uh, cardio part. Yeah, for sure. Breathing's good. It is important. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I, I, I highly recommend it. So Yeah, yeah. Keep it that helps. up. <laughs> so, so have you always been a hiker? Yeah, no, not at all. Um, you were a walker before. <laughs> <laughs> not even really that much. <laughs> uh-huh. One of those things, before I got into it, you know, with someone, and it was always actually like torture. Um, I never really enjoyed it uh, because probably mainly I was out of shape and it was just hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was just kind of this, you know, point A to point B. You yeah. know, the goal wasn't to enjoy it. It was just to get it done as fast as possible, yeah. um, which I certainly don't recommend. <laughs> I, uh, a friend invited me to go to Switzerland, I think it was 2014, for a 10-day hike, a 10-day hiking trip, I should say. And, I mean, you can't turn that down. And I didn't want it to be torture. So I started training with the lady that invited me and she taught me so much about hiking. Like I didn't even know there was stuff to learn about it. (laughs) So that, that was fabulous. And that's really was the start of, uh, of my hiking, uh, session. (laughs) Yeah. So when did your career start then? How long have you been? 14. A career. I like it. Yeah. You're a career hiker now. Yeah. I wonder if I can get paid for this. Well, you might. Yeah. Once this podcast is is published, you will for sure. (laughs) I'm so excited about being famous. (laughs) It's going to be great. (laughs) Enjoy the ride. Um, Yeah. So, well, that's pretty cool. And so you're talking about um, you had to learn things. What did you feel like you had to learn? What was the, what was the Um, learning curve? (laughs) Well, I came in knowing nothing. So um, that was good. (laughs) (laughs) A fresh slate. (laughs) <laughs> like clean slate. Um, oh, well, first Thank of all, you. yeah, you'll, get, you'll help me with my <laughs> sage, English. <laughs> sage advice. <laughs> this savory advice on a fresh slate. <laughs> and I haven't even had breakfast yet, so now I'm really hungry. Um, anyways, <laughs> she taught me to just slow down. That was like the first basic thing. There's no reason to hurry. Um, you know, unless of course you have to be somewhere it's terrible weather, but, um, so just really setting a pace that keeps steady. So I don't have to keep stopping and trying to breathe, you know, mm-hmm. just walking nice and slow to where you can still have a conversation and you start getting out of breath and it's time to kind of slow down. It's like, that seems pretty simple, logical, but it made a total difference for me. Oh, wow. um, and then, uh, trekking poles. You know, the little hiking poles, oh, yeah. sticks you see people with. I always thought that was just ridiculous for old people. Mm-hmm. But now I am an old person. <laughs> Maybe it is for old people. <laughs> but anyways, just really kind of gives your arms something to do and you get a upper body workout too. But it helps, you know, just keep you stable and take the pressure off your knees if you're going downhill. Um, and she also taught me a lot about different types of gear how to go lightweight and what a difference that makes when you have the right gear, the right boots, you know, I just had to learn everything. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, especially if you've been just walking before and then all of a sudden, you know, once you go into the mountains, I I don't know, it makes a difference when you have good footwear and you know, other things, you're not wearing jeans and you know, 
something. <laughs> yeah. In Glitter, they call um, jeans the death pants. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I learned that. And I'm still actually trying to figure out the, the best boots to wear. Um, and I'm learning I need to get like a almost a whole size bigger shoe than what you normally wear just because your feet swell when you're yeah. hiking so much. And, you know, if you don't have the right size boots, you lose toenails and get blisters and all sorts of fun things. Oh, things get bad quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so what about, uh, I was going to ask about gear too. So when, when you go hiking, are you talking about like um, several days or is it just a one day thing and you keep your, you know, your, your stuff at home and not stay out overnight or, or do you do some of both? Well, with hiking, backpacking is where you go and carry everything you need. Um, just in the night, you know, one night, 10 nights, whatever you're going for. And a regular hike is just usually a day, you know, anywhere from an hour to seven hours. So you definitely pack different, whether you're going on a hike or going on a backpacking trip. Um, so for just a regular hike, if it's just a couple hours, I, I would just take water with me. But if it's going to be longer, then I throw in some snacks and maybe a flashlight, uh, and I, I try, if it's a shorter hike, I love to bring my nice camera. Um, it's pretty heavy, so I usually don't take that with me on a backpacking trip. Um, yeah. So, so um, we, you don't okay. take food every time you go hiking? No. Mm. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm so, like some sort, I don't know. I'm very food driven. So whenever <laughs> I would go, even if it would be like, you know, I'm just going to go for an hour and I'll better have a snack. Just in case. <laughs> it's probably very wise. <laughs> <laughs> Often it would sit in my bag. It'd be like a cliff bar or sometimes in an extra one. And it would be like a year. And when I finally would eat it, I'm like, this is gross. <laughs> it's been in my bag forever. But <laughs> Well, one of the things, actually, I probably will start keeping this in my pack, whether it's for a day hike or overnight, are these things called shot blocks. Oh, I love those. They're have you had those? Mm -hmm. They're amazing. Full of caffeine and sugar, and it just keeps you going. So, because yeah. sometimes when I'm backpacking or hiking, I'm not even hungry, which is odd because, like, I'm always hungry. But, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> anyways, but I, I did a, like a seven, eight hour hike, and I just didn't want food, but I ate like a whole bunch of those, uh, those shot blocks. So that kept me happy. Yeah, I've, and that when I was hiking uh, the Grand Canyon, like a we did a backpacking two night thing, and then also like a, a through the canyon in one hike one day. Um, mm -hmm. It was pretty like I couldn't I couldn't believe uh, that those were so helpful. I think that was the first time I had them because a lot of times when I'm going up, like like you said, you're not hungry, you feel right. just sick, kind of. Even though, like, if you did eat, I, if I eat when I'm going right. up, then there's no yeah. more going up. I just have to sit there and be like, I feel like I'm going to die now. But with that, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. I just have, you know, water and a couple of those, you know, every couple thousand feet. And I was able to keep going. So that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Get some shot blocks, somebody. And, yeah, I'd always get the ones with caffeine because I don't know why you wouldn't have those. Yeah. I, I went to REI and I bought like every flavor they make. So now I have quite a stash. Oh, nice. Well, what do you recommend? Yeah. Flavor? Mm-hmm. The cherry, thing with the berries in it. Yeah. Like they have a 
a blackberry, a raspberry. Uh, I don't even know. I bought, like I said, just going to try one of everything. <laughs> so they had a margarita flavored one, and I'm like, I could go either way. Have you, so have you just, tried it yet? <laughs> no, I decided not to buy it because okay. That was one I of my really- favorites. Actually, seriously, yeah, and so <gasps> I use that. One. I I ate that one, but then somebody gave me some, and I brought them when I moved to Poland, and then for some reason they got lost somewhere in my house, and when I moved, so they were actually expired, and I was like, that'll be fine, and I kind of ate them, and I was like, this isn't good. I don't remember this being <laughs> this tasting like you know toilet bowl cleaner, but I think it was because they were old. But yeah, I, I would I would recommend it when they're fresh. They expire, huh? They have expiration dates. Yeah, but I think it takes a long time. Believe me, I think it was like two years or more that I. All right. Well, I will go back to the store. I'll buy several and I'll send you some. Oh, there you go. Yes. See. Yes. And I'll eat them right when they get here, so they'll be fresh. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. So, um, you've hiked in Switzerland and you've hiked in um, Glacier, and you mentioned that uh, Glacier is like a mini Switzerland. So why then did you like Glacier more than Switzerland? Well, it's a lot easier to get to. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. (laughs) And in Switzerland, we went to a very very small little mountain town, which was beautiful. But to get from one hike to another took quite a while. You know, they're like, we didn't have cars or anything. We literally would walk to the trailhead and then hike. And at Glacier, it's like there's just so many trails right there. You can start on one trail, hop on another trail. Um, so it's like a condensed condensed version of Switzerland, perhaps. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it's just spectacular. I mean, whether you like wildflowers or lakes or waterfalls or wildlife, it, it has it all right there. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. It's one of my favorite places for sure. Yeah. Um and and I think it's interesting and maybe you you notice this but um was Switzerland the only place in Europe that you hiked? Have hiked? Yes. Okay. Well, I and maybe I haven't been to Switzerland, but I've noticed that being in Europe, like hiking is very different. Like even trails are different and how the mm-hmm. the system works. Like and it's really pretty, but it seems like it's more work and I don't know if that's just because uh <laughs> I'm an American or coming over here and it's in a different language, but I don't know. Did you notice that at all or? Well, in Switzerland, what I loved about their markers for the trail, they never would tell you how far it was, but they would tell you how long it would take. And I'm like, that, how can that be universal? You know, if you're five year old or if you're 90, how did they say it's going to be a two hour hike? But the funny thing is just completely accurate. (laughs) How that works. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that actually here they don't, they do the same. And I'm like, where I want to know how far it is. And they're like, well, it takes this long. I was like, I don't care. I want to know how far it is. And then they're like, well, like no one on one hike, my sister and I did, they would not tell us. Like we kept asking people and they're like, well, no, It doesn't matter. It matters to me. Like, just tell me how far. Because I, you know, like at least because we were going up and it's like, because people will say, well, I don't know. It's different because you're hiking up. And I'm like, I'm from a city or a town where we hike up. So I would like to judge it for myself. I don't want to be told by this sign. So it's... Exactly. We need to know how many shot blocks to bring. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And like how we're going to feel at these, you know, but it's such an interesting thing that just a 
a gauge, like how they gauge something yeah. uh, in another country. Like, because to them, that's completely normal. And right. to me, like, it, it, I felt so disoriented. Like, when they say mm-hmm. it, I'm like, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know how, where I've, I don't even know how to figure out how far I've been, you know. Exactly. And then I don't know if you experienced that, but there will be like a little intersection. You can only go like two ways, but there's like six signs pointing all different directions. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, how's that possible if the trail only goes two ways? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. And then they'll say yeah. like, this way is only two hours to this thing. And you're all, I didn't even know that was an option. And <laughs> yeah, it looks like the same. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm learning slowly, but it's been, been two years here. So I can understand why, like I miss that kind of, uh, Western uh, hiking that, that, that only you can find in, you know, a yeah. glacier and even in Arizona, you know, tells you the hours yeah. only in, so, there, there's a few that'll tell you this is going to be really hard and you should be prepared, but you know, usually it gives you both options online or something of the distance and the, and the out like difficult. Yeah. 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 That is kind of nice to know. Do you have a favorite hike there? Yeah. Ah, oh, here. Now you're flipping the tables on me. I see. How <laughs> this <is> going. Um, <laughs> we, there were, uh, there was one hike that I did with my sister and it's the tallest peak in Poland. And Ooh. It, it's a north side, actually, the mountains. It's like the uh, mountains of, that are between Slo- Slovakia and Poland. And so there, the there's another peak that's in Slovakia. It's only like 500 yards from this peak that we climbed. And But on this one, you're climbing the north face of the slope. And uh-huh. so it's Europe is definitely like different terrain too. But it was very like... Uh, we were going along, everything was fine and we were making great time beating the time that's set on the, on the, on the sign, which <laughs> made me happy. But then we got, and it started to get steeper and steeper. And then you're, you're going with chains, like you're holding chains and kind of going up. Oh, yeah. And then I don't like heights and mm-hmm. so I made it, but yeah. it was, um, well, I got to this one section and you, there was mist all around us and I knew there was a drop on both sides mm-hmm. and we're just on this ridge and I'm all, I, I hate this. I got to get down. <laughs> I don't like it here. And they're all, do you want to take a picture of them? Please, let's go. <laughs> yes. And I think I was so sore from that hike because I was so tense. Like half the time mm-hmm. I'm, all, I'm going to yeah. die. So, yeah. I mean, I really, so I like hiking in that area because uh, there are other hikes that I want to go back and do, but it's yeah. definitely uh, really amazing and beautiful. It kind of reminds me of uh, like the Tetons or because it's like real jagged and sharp, but it's like just mm-hmm. a miniature version of kind of Teton's glacier okay. kind of hiking area. Because they have uh, glacier lakes and everything there too, and oh. clear pools, so it's kind of cool. Nice. But speaking of dangerous hikes, that w- reminded me of a question <laughs> I had for you. Have you been on any? You know, because obviously hiking, you're exposed to the elements often. And uh, have you uh, had any dangerous hikes? As a matter of fact, <laughs> um. Probably the most scared I've ever been was in Glacier, and it's my favorite park. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were, Josh and I were on this nice trail, and all of a sudden it, it just ended, and we couldn't figure out where <laughs> what happened, where, where the trail was supposed to, to go from there, because we knew we weren't at the end of the trail. And, you know, there had there's a lot of snow there and rain and things, trails it washed out so josh figured it was just right around this little ridge you know i'm sure the trail picks up over there he says 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so he starts going. He gets kind of like halfway uh, on this ridge. He's like, come on. I, I see the trail. I see the trail. So I step on this this ridge and literally just like the the ball of deep fit on it. It's just extremely narrow. And I'm starting to step and realize there's really nothing to hold on to. There's like this kind of shrubber type stuff, but not like where you would want to hold on to it because it would break off. So anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little nervous at this point. And I'm like, I'm just going to stay here until you figure out where the trail is. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to tell him I couldn't move. <laughs> I physically couldn't move because yeah. I was just paralyzed with fear. And so, I'm, you know, I'm kind of just leaning into the shrubbery standing on this ledge and, you know, sheer drop off on the other side. And uh, I don't like heights either. So sometimes I enjoy challenging myself, right? Overcoming your fears, but yeah. no, this, this was not one of those. I was determined to overcome this. <laughs> <laughs> I had no choice. I was just terrified. So he got a little ways further and he's like, Oh, yeah, no trail here. <laughs> so I just am staying where I am. And he comes, starts coming back across. And he goes, well, move back, you know, go back to the trail. I'm like, I can't. I literally can't move. And so he's trying to figure out how to get around me so uh-huh. he can help me get back on the trail. Uh, yeah, so I'm just standing there. And somehow he managed to kind of get around me slowly. Uh-huh. And then he... He was kind of losing his footage, you know, foot, beating footing, <laughs> sage, whatever the word yeah. is. And he, he grabbed onto the little shrub and snapped and he started falling. <gasps> I, like, I was like, oh my gosh, he's dead. What am I going to do? I'm going to be back here. I'm more worried about myself than him dying. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, somehow he managed to, to get back up on the ledge. And after he did that, there's no way I was going to move. Um, but anyways, obviously I'm alive. So, I, you know, I followed him very, very slowly. It probably took like a half an hour to go like 20 feet. And it was just torturous. So we finally get back on the trail and we take a few steps and I just start crying. <laughs> He's like, what's wrong? We almost died. <laughs> he was perfectly fine. He's all, that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's an adventure. No. Mm-mm. So I, I try not to go off trail, especially if it involves a cliff on one side now. Yeah. But yeah, that probably was the most scared I've ever been on, on a hike. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 And I've done some hikes with the chain, you know, where you hang on and there's just a cliff. And if it gets windy, that oh. just increases my fear like a hundredfold. Yeah. I'm like, it's just going to blow me off. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, well, but yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, often with the, some of the the more uh, beautiful hikes, you end up uh, having to, you know, meet some steep cliffs. You know, you're on the <laughs> on the ledge, and oh, right. it's not as so. So I've learned if I'm actually on a trail, even if it's really steep on one side, if I just kind of look at my feet and not pay attention, you know, really try not to look down until. I feel a little more secure, like I can lean up against the side of something. Then I'll stop and be able to enjoy the view. Yeah. But uh, same thing with taking pictures. It's like, uh, no, I, I don't want to like stay here long enough for that. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, and often <laughs> when I when I try to take pictures, I start to kind of get dizzy when you kind of stop and you're on a on, on a yeah. ledge and you're like, oh, yeah. I can't, you know, stand. Uh, yeah, I, you know, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Well, I'm glad that everything you know turned out okay, and that's the lesson that what you can take away, everyone. Don't go off trail if you don't can. Go, off trail. <laughs> go back and find the trail another way. So, did you guys end up finding the trail, or what happened? Well, that's the embarrassing part. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> the trail really wasn't hidden. If we had just looked up. <laughs> Oh, no. I didn't want to confess that part to you. <laughs> but I was so curious. Yeah, it was It was just right above us. Wow. We just had to take a few steps up to get to it. But, uh, yeah. That's great. No, we didn't see that. <laughs> so make sure you look for all your options before you, you scale a cliff. Yes, yeah. That's know. another good to take away. To learn. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, that's crazy. And um, so that was probably your, your most dangerous hike. Yeah, to me, yes. Yeah, well, that's good, though. I'm glad that there haven't been. But there's another one we're going to talk about in just a minute. Um, yes. Which could have been more dangerous, but will leave people it, in suspense. It should have scared me. It should have scared me a lot more than uh, this cliff. Yes. We'll <laughs> talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. So before we get to the that story, um, I was going to ask, too, like, if you are, do you have any uh, plans to go hiking some, or, like, you have a dream hike you were uh, planning to go on because now you're currently retired. <laughs> so exciting. Yes. Um, so my dream hike, which actually has motivated me to do, to set some other goals is to do the Colorado trail. Ah. I want to do that next year. It's a uh, five, well, a little under 500 miles from Denver to Durango. And it should take about six weeks, and that's definitely a backpacking trip because you, you know, you take all of your food, water, tent, sleeping, everything you mm -hmm. need to survive for for six weeks. And I haven't found anyone crazy enough to do the whole thing with me yet, but um, <laughs> I have one friend that will do the first couple hundred miles with me. So mm -hmm. we've been <laughs> planning for that, and um, that's what got me setting the goal of doing every single hike and flag stuff that's on the map or surrounding areas. So that's been a fun adventure. Just, you know, instead of doing the same hike over and over again, just trying all types of hikes, whether they're easy or rated difficult. Yeah. Just to get the mileage in, huh? Yeah. That's cool. Well, and, and I would totally come and do that hike with you in Colorado. All right. But I think that I would also get a mule or a llama to carry my stuff because that's like my least favorite part of backpacking. Because <laughs> I want to carry all the food I want. So if the if the mule or the llama can carry my yeah. food, then I'm. I would love to to follow you on the Colorado Trail with the llama. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yes. so. I actually have a friend that raises goats just for backpacking. What? See, there you yeah. go. So yeah. talk they, to her, and yeah, we'll talk yeah. about dates. That yes. That would be cool. And we'll rent a goat. <laughs> yeah. Maybe two. Because <laughs> they need they need company. <laughs> well, of course, yes. Yeah. You gotta have goats. Good good uh, best friend goats to carry our stuff. Best friend goats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. That that sounds amazing. Um yeah. I I hope to someday do the Arizona trail by bike, um bike mountain biking. Uh, but then yeah. but then I found out that there's already two sisters that did the whole trail. 
And then they even carried their bikes through the Grand Canyon portion of the Arizona Trail, which was also what I was thinking would be cool to do. And so now that someone else has done it, I haven't been as motivated. Well, you could do it faster. See, you could you could break the record. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I got, I'll check out their time and then. And you could do it with a llama. Yes. <laughs> Running behind me. <laughs> yes. Or maybe in one of those little cars that they have for kids, like those little carts on the back of bikes, like yes. a, a bike cart for, and it'll be a llama in the cart. Yeah. I, I'm so going to, I'm so going to video that. Okay. We're going to make that happen. Yeah. See, okay. that there, there's some plans. Yes. We all have dreams. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully they'll come through. Um, so that's awesome. Well, that's pretty exciting. So you kind of do some of both the backpacking and the, and the hiking and uh, that'll be uh, exciting to see what, what happens with that trip. Maybe you can come back on afterwards and tell us some stories. Cause I'm sure you're going to be, uh, after six weeks of hiking, you're going to have quite a few or since I'll be with you, we can talk about it. Yeah. You know, you really seriously, would you go with me? I, I'm, it would be pretty awesome to do that. This is exciting. People are hearing you. People are hearing (laughs) (laughs) I might, but I have the power to edit just in case I get nervous. (laughs) But see, I got to practice hiking here. I live like in flat area of, well, I mean, I can get to the mountains, but so I got to start, you know, doing something. (laughs) Yeah. There's definitely an advantage for uh, hiking at 7,000 elevation. I know. Here, Actually, so, yeah. I miss, I always tell people I miss my family uh, and friends. And then I miss the third thing is I miss elevation <laughs> and mountains. <laughs> and I said, because you can't replace that. You can't, unless you get one of those masks. I've seen somebody, but then they look like they're from the bad guy, like from Batman. And they're like <laughs> running with those things and they pass you and they're all, <gasps> and you're just like, oh my gosh, it's a monster. And it's just somebody with an elevation mask on their face. So, Anyway, so that's hilarious i haven't i'm not brave i'm not like bold enough to run around in one of those yet <laughs> and look like a something from lord of the flies or something see this is another great reason to, to hike because you never know what you're going to experience yeah, right it's true it's a theater true. It could be a llama you just don't know <laughs> yeah goats yeah goats. it's pretty yeah. yeah there's always something uh well um i was gonna ask you also um before maybe we can ask about that story are you ready yeah. for that story i'm always ready for the story you uh recently put because you have a blog and i'm going to yeah. put a link in the show notes to that and also some of your favorite hikes um we can put some pictures up as well so check out those show notes but also you uh on your blog you recently wrote a story about uh a hike in flagstaff and something yes. crazy that happened. So I will let you go ahead yes. and tell us what happened. Yes. Well, this is this is my favorite story ever because it's just so not like me. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so there's this beautiful trail in Flagstaff that's called Bear Jaw Avenue Loop. It's about, I think it's about a seven-mile seven mile loop. Uh, depending on which direction you decide to start, uh, the steepness on one side is a little bit heavier than the other. And I'd rather go up the steeper and have less steep coming back, if that makes any sense. Anyway, so, so go ahead. Oh, so you go up the um, the avenue side, right, first? Mm, you This time we went up the bear jaw side. Okay, is that not that, as steep? 
I'm trying to think the one that goes through the forest for a long time before you, you don't come up the, like the kind of the center of the, like the mountain peak, you know what I mean? When usually you walk and you walk and you walk and then you're in yeah, the small trees. Yeah, that's jaw. Okay. Yeah. So that's the way I usually like to go to. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it is spectacular. Yeah. Aspen trees and, and whatnot. And one during a, a, a weekday, so there didn't see one other hiker, which is always nice. So we're hiking up with my husband, Josh. We, we hiked up to um, the Waterline Trail, which is a flat area you walk on until you get to the uh, other part of the loop. And we got to the, <clears throat> the Waterline water Trail and decided to just sit down and have a little snack. We did bring food this time, see. Okay. Um, have a snack and, and relax and enjoy the peace and quiet. Uh, it was like really, really quiet, kind of ear quiet. And I pulled out the sandwich, and there, it just had a lot of bread. It was on a big roll, and I just didn't want to eat that much. So I just kept throwing chunks of the bread, you know, into the forest behind me, thinking, well, isn't this would be a great treat for, you know, some of the little squirrels or whatever. So I'm just throwing chunks of bread. And then I turned around to see, actually, where all this bread was landing. And not three feet from me was standing this huge cinnamon colored bear like right there 20 feet very so it, far. Was, it was a, a bear right behind you a bear a bear mm-hmm. uh-huh. now normally i'm the type of girl that screams when a ladybug lands on her or a moth flies by you know i'm just a little edgy kind of person <laughs> so you can imagine what i'm going to do when i encounter <laughs> a bear that close big bear you know 500 pounds or so i look at it and it's looking directly at me, which I find out later you're not supposed to make eye contact with the bear. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I'm looking at it, and I literally is like, oh, hi. Like, no big deal. I was perfectly <laughs> calm. And my husband wasn't looking. He figured I was talking to another hiker. <laughs> so he turns around, and he sees this bear that I'm talking to. <laughs> and he just jumps up. And Gatorade or whatever he was, he was pouring. And he was like, we need to get out of here. And I'm like, no, I need to get a picture. No one's going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to get my phone out to take a picture. And, he, you know, my husband's not, he's probably worried about me at this point. <laughs> this is not a normal reaction when you're close to a bear. <laughs> Anyways, so we start walking away and, um, startled the bear and it just took off down the trail actually that we had just come back up <laughs> so i i was just like so excited to have seen a bear that close and i was really upset that i didn't get a picture of it because i'm thinking as calm as i was feeling i really could have got a selfie with this bear <laughs> i really think i would have gone up to it and taken a picture and uh, you hear those stories of people that approach bears and, and take a picture and that's like the last picture they ever take in their life. Yeah. You know, people think, what an idiot to go up to a bear and take a picture. But I'm like, sometimes the bears approach you and I think this bear wanted to be photographed. I'm just, <laughs> you know, it's just so nice and calm. Anyway, so, you know, we're afraid that maybe this bear is going to come back up or the you know, so we kept walking down the trail and we had left all of our backpacks and stuff, you know, back where we were sitting. And he goes, I'm going to 
I'm going to go back and, and get our stuff. He goes, you need to keep walking. So I have my back to him and I keep walking. And all of a sudden I hear Josh starts screaming. I turn around and he's running directly at me with this huge bear charging him. <gasps> it's the second bear. <laughs> and being the good wife I am, instead of and being worried about Josh's safety, I'm like, don't you dare bring the bear in my direction. All of a sudden, I kind of came to my senses and decided this could be a dangerous situation. <laughs> and so he, the bear got within, I don't know, probably 10 feet, maybe even closer than that to Josh. And, um, but for some reason, I guess they, they do what they call a false bluff. Yeah. A lot of times they'll charge at you, but not really intend to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> how do you know the difference? Right. Yeah. So, Depending on their mood. <laughs> yeah. What they found in the woods to eat that day. Yeah. There was some sage around or something. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Some savory sage. <laughs> the best kind. Anyway, it, it ended up taking off, um, off the trail, kind of in the direction of the other bear. And it was, it was just such a surreal experience. And so we're both kind of quiet for a while. We actually did get our stuff and, and we kept walking. And I'm thinking if I was in shock, which apparently it seems like I was to be so calm around a bear, you know, to talk to it, um, yeah. that any time I was just going to come out of that shock and freak out. But no, I just, <laughs> it was just so, I was just so calm about it. Like yeah. no fear, except for, you know, when Josh started screaming and running towards me. Yeah. But, um, but Yeah. That lived in Flagstaff 30 years, and that it wasn't the very first time I saw a bear, um, but usually the bears I've seen have been way off the distance where you have to kind of squint to figure out if it really is a bear or not. Yeah. So this... This, this when was, you knew it was a bear. This, no, no doubt. No doubt it was oh, a bear. Man, that's funny. It was... It was a great experience. See, adventure. There's adventure to be had out there. I know. Got to get out there. Talk to the yeah. bears. Talk to the bears. Keep calm. Actually, that's what you're supposed to do is to keep calm. Yeah. They, they say, you know, never to run because that Makes kicks them. in their instinct to, yeah. to chase. So, yeah, we learned some things not to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But definitely feel a lot more, you know, comfortable knowing if a bear approaches, maybe, you know, I'll be able to talk to it. And you want me along, like on the Colorado yeah. Trail. Any bears show up, just kind of talk to them and they'll leave us alone. Oh, good. Well, and the and the thing, um, it seems like uh, now you're going to have your camera ready. So, yes. like more uh, and an easier accessible place so that you can quickly snap a picture, a selfie with the bear. I really do think, I really wanted to go back and recreate that <laughs> selfie. Yeah. Well, did you end up going back and getting your stuff, obviously? Yeah. Yeah. Is that Josh when he did. was running back with all the stuff or did he like yes. get intercepted while he was going back to get the stuff by and the second he, year? No, he, he got all the stuff and then he looked up and yeah. Weird that you don't, you like, we didn't hear these bears. Yeah, I mean, they're huge. How do you not hear a 500 pound bear approaching? I don't know. But, um, yeah, he got the stuff and, um, and then people have to go to the blog to read about my my bear spray incident in Glacier. Oh, yes. See, this That's, is a teaser. 
Yes, it's yeah. a teaser. It's, so it's a good story. We'll link that one on there, and then you can go check that out as well. Man, <laughs> it sounds like you've had quite a few adventures. And um, would you recommend using bear spray? I guess we have to go to the website to find that out, huh? Go to the website, but I will, I will, I will say this. I have no doubt that uh, bear spray is effective. <laughs> oh, that is interesting. <laughs> Teaser. Yeah, yeah, go check that out. Well, that's good. Well, and do you have any more suggestions, anything you'd want to make sure besides, obviously, before we go uh, to uh, wear good shoes and um, don't run from bears? Don't run from bears, wear good shoes. <laughs> A lot of water. Lot. I always have this fear of running out of water. Yeah. Um, so I even on really short hikes, I'll, I'll take... Um, a full bag of one of those Camelback, but that is two liters, yeah, three liters, something like that. I always have more than I need. Yeah, uh, I think that's definitely an Arizona, hopefully an Arizona, yeah, native thing, because yeah. people here are like, "Why do you have so much water?" And well, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I could well, die. It's more like there's no water in sight for, you know, 600 miles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there are no options here. There's nothing I can, I can't risk some disease by drinking out of this, you know, there's nothing to drink. Yeah. No options. Yeah. Oh. And probably another really good piece of advice is to check out the weather because it is so dangerous to hike when a storm's coming. There were, um, there was a hiker recently killed here in Flagstaff by lightning on mountain hot yeah so he was like 18 that. right yeah oh. so sad uh but yeah lightning i've learned to, to respect a little bit more too <laughs> yeah and it, the, i was reading a story about that one particular and they were talking about how even on the peaks they've noticed more people uh hiking even when they um shouldn't and when they've been warned you know it's li there's lightning they're thinking because people feel safe with phones you, they think oh you know, I have a phone, I'll call if I need help or, you know, people actually are, are being, are now less prepared than they used to be, uh, with a lot of things. And, and, you know, they think, oh, that'll get me kind of out of anything, but they were talking about how even on the peaks for something like lightning or, uh, other issues there, um, it takes quite a long time to get help up there. So yeah. it's better to, you know, that's, that's some good information, I guess, for your long trip to our long trip. Yes, that's right. You're, you're going with me. <laughs> me and my llama. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put an ad on Craigslist. <laughs> I need a llama. llama wanted <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> if we're in a llama. We could just, yeah. This really could go places. Yeah, we could start our own business. Yeah, yeah. We can, mm -hmm. we can write about it as we go too. Well, cool. Yes. I'm excited to to plan more and. Um, yeah, so uh, check out the show notes, everyone, at thatinternationallife.com for uh, the story about the bear spray. And yes. we'll have a link on there and some hikes that Karen's done. And even other advice, maybe she can put together her top 10 pieces of advice. See, I just <laughs> gave you an assignment. You know, you're retired, oh you have time, <laughs> you can do this. <laughs> and um, yeah, so thank you so much for coming on today. And I hope this is a good uh, podcast to inspire people to get out there and, and enjoy nature. Because even, even if you're not an avid hiker now, you can become a savory or sage hiker later. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> the sky is the limit, really. So... <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. And um, 
Until next time. <laughs> Bye.